in this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The weekend's here. The weekend is definitely here, man. My goodness, needed this weekend. Why? Yes, I was. I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, I've been running around. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. I'm in it. I'm in Atlanta, and for the past two mornings, I've been doing doing a show out here. And for some reason, every time I get inside of the lift, it takes me to the wrong address. Are you putting the wrong address yeah. in the lift? That's what it no, seems it's the like. right address, and it gives me it takes me to a completely different place than what's in. And this morning, I even asked the lift driver, "Hey, I just want to make sure this is the address that you have that I put in." And he said yes, and then it still took me to the wrong address. Oh, that's trying to kidnap you. Yeah, that's weird. I've been to Atlanta several times. I never had that problem, that situation. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, to it must be you. some type of issue. And then even when I put it in ways, it keeps taking me to the wrong place. But it's definitely the right address I put in. What I'm gonna think so. get for you in Atlanta? You. You said what? What I'm gonna think get for you in Atlanta? Hmm. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you're getting set up to be sold. Well, no, it just takes about Sheesh. an extra 20 minutes to get here. No, okay. All right, well. That's why you got to be early, so you always be on time. There you go. Hey, well, you want to you want to feel old? Today's Lil Yachty's born day. Drop on the clues bombs for him. Guess how no, old Lil Yachty his is? his birthday was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. You know how old That's he was? even you older. Know old, you know how old he turned? <laughs> 22. 22 years old. Jesus Christ. You want to feel older? If you've been doing something longer... Then little Yachty's been alive. <laughs> well, you know, Kobe Bryant is, is 40. That's not that's, that's our age. I know, but it feels like he's been playing in the NBA for a long time. You realize, damn, he's 40 years old. Well, he started in the NBA about four years younger than little Yachty turned yesterday. So he started Sheesh. in the NBA about 18. So that makes sense. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, well. It's okay. All right. Well, Ice Cube will be joining us this morning. He's going to be stopping by early. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's going to be stopping by early. He's uh, has the big three tonight at the Barclays Center. It's the championship game. Uh, I love it. I'm bringing my son there tonight. This is where you really get up close and personal with the players, up close and personal with the game. You get to hear everything, the mouthing off. They really play hard. Like, they have nothing to lose. It's entertaining. Why are you making ice? Yeah, the big three is really fun. I don't know if you... Uh, you ever been Charlemagne? No, no, Charlemagne never been. It's a good time. I know Ice Cube just been here, though. So why are you making him get up so early to come here? Why you didn't tell him to call? Uh, he wanted to stop through. He wanted to see us. He said seemed he like an early bird, though. Yeah, he's always up. He's always yeah. up working. So we'll kick it with Ice Cube. And then we got front page news. Yee, what are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about Donald Trump. You know, they're getting closer to impeaching him. Perhaps. That's what y'all think? That's not happening. Call it. Perhaps. But let's we'll see what out. Donald Trump has to say about what would happen if he was impeached. Oh, that dog whistle? That's what he said? That was a dog whistle, okay? That, he, <laughs> it's not about what he, he thinks going to happen. That's what he wants to happen. He's crazy. Uh, he, that's why he put the bat signal in the air, okay? Every racist redneck from here to Alabama is, re- is armed and ready. My goodness. If you impeach their guy. Also, if you yeah. want to get it off your chest, you can hit up the phone lines right now, 800-585-1051. If you want to clear something up, if you just want to clear your mind before the weekend, or if you feel blessed, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Happy Friday, y'all. Let's get in some front page news. 
What's going on with Donald Trump, Yee? Well, Donald Trump sat down with uh, Fox and Friends, of course, uh, to discuss what's going on because right now everybody seems to be uh, having something to say about what's going on with all his former allies flipping on him. Here's what he has to say about snitching. This whole thing about uh, flipping, they call it. Everything's wonderful, and then they get 10 years in jail, and they, they flip on whoever the next highest one is, or as high as you can go. It almost ought to be outlawed. It's not fair. Because if somebody's going to give, spend five years like Michael Cohen because of a taxicab industry, because he defrauded some bank, but if you can say something bad about Donald Trump and you'll go down to two years or three years, which is the deal he made, in all fairness to him, most people are going to do that. He's right. And don't y'all act like y'all don't want him to outlaw snitching. Okay, y'all been screaming <laughs> stop snitching and no snitching and stitches get snitches in the hood for years. So don't disagree now because it's Donald it's Trump. Snitches get stitches, not stitches what did get I snitches. Say? Well, I don't know because I'm, I'm all down for snitching. So, <laughs> so I don't know. But don't act like y'all um, against I, what Donald Trump's saying now. You know what? I'm I'm not mad at at, at, at that because there's no way that what? me and you can... I'm, I'm explaining to you. Oh, oh yeah, stop. You ain't never called a rapper out for screaming no, not, no snitching. No, no. On certain occasions, right... If we both do a crime, yes, and and you get caught, you shouldn't be able to get less time by telling on me. I don't, I don't you, believe that. That's you, all you did was uh, eloquently explain the no snitching policy. But <laughs> that's exactly what. But no if you is. rob me, I'ma tell. You damn right. It's totally it, two different things. There's a difference between snitching and crime prevention. There you go. If you see something, you should say something, <laughs> especially something. if you're just a civilian. Absolutely. But if you are a criminal, both and you're doing other criminal stuff with another criminal, and they get caught and tell on you, that's snitching. Absolutely. And Donald so Trump is saying snitching should be outlawed. Within mm-hmm. our government, we should run our government like how we should run the streets. No, I think that everybody should have the same energy when it comes to no snitching. If you if you one of these people that ain't never had a problem with people screaming no snitching, don't get mad at Donald Trump saying no well, snitching. Well, there's a now. lot of people who mm-hmm. don't have a problem with that. What you a talking about? A lot of people mm-hmm. believe in snitching. There's a lot of people who do believe in it. So, you know, that's all. Listen, at the end of the day, if people are telling the truth now, I don't care when they tell it. Just tell it. Tell your right. truth. Well, now, now, tell now. what really happened. Next time you hear a rapper scream no snitching, you tell them that too, okay? Keep that same energy. I sure will. Okay. Now let's discuss uh, what Donald Trump has to say on what would happen if he was impeached. You know, I guess it's says something like high crimes and all. I don't, I don't know how you can impeach somebody who's done a great job. I'll tell you what. If I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. Wow. I think everybody would be very poor because without wow. this thinking, <laughs> uh, you, would see, you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe in reverse. He's going to burn the Carter down if he goes out, man. Yeah. Well, you know he is. He's taking everything with him. I was, I was watching New Jack City last night, matter of fact. You know he definitely is. He's burning it. So in other words, down. he's not worried. There's a lot of people that's poor right now. He doesn't care about them. <laughs> he just cares about the rich people who would then be very poor, so he says. Well, that's what he and cares come about. On, let's keep it real. Would that really happen? Come on. Now, here's what Donald Trump had to say about that hush money that he allegedly paid. And they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's a big thing. That's a much bigger thing. They came from me, and I tweeted about it. In fact, my first question when I heard about it was, did they come out of the campaign? Because that could be a little dicey. It's not even a campaign violation. If you look at President Obama, he had a massive campaign violation. But he had a different attorney general, and they viewed it a lot different. All right, so first there was no hush money. Now he's saying that uh, there was hush money. It just came from his own personal money, he's, not from his campaign. He's playing money. with the words. He said there, he said there was no hush money from my campaign. That's what he said. But yeah, I paid for my own host. I paid, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying prior to this statement of him not acting like there was no hush money, now he's saying, well, it didn't come from the campaign, and that's not illegal, according to him. <sighs> this is your president, guys. 
Oh, boy. All right. I'll give you one quick good story, too. Disney is offering to pay school tuition for tens of thousands of hourly workers. That's a great thing. They announced a new program to fund tuition for 80,000 hourly workers. It's known as Disney Aspire. I love Disney. Going to Disney, those people are so nice, and I don't know how and why they like they got it from Chick-fil-A. Like, they are happy. It rains. It's hot. It's sunny. People waiting online for hours, and they're still so damn friendly. I love the people at Disney. So shout out to everybody at Disney. I just went there a couple, what, about a month ago? I love them. All right. Well, I, haven't, that, I haven't been. Yeah, that's pretty sad. But All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, my name is uh, Mike. I go uh, by Mike. I'm sorry. All right, Mike. My name is Mike. I go <laughs> by, by name, Mike. No go doubt. by the name of Mike. <laughs> good, uh, good evening, know, Mike. I know. What's I, up, Mike? Get I it off your chest, you, Mike. How do I pronounce I that? I tell you what. My well, I'm blessed, man. Uh, boxing uh, saved my life, man. Uh, in 2015, I had a bad car accident, and uh, I was in the hospital for like three or four months, and... Like in March, I took him to a boxing match with the heavyweight champion of the world. Jesse Wilder was fighting in, and he had a guy in a wheelchair who brought him out to the ring. And in my accident, I became a paraplegic. So they right there gave me a lot of motivation, and I got into school that, that fall, and I graduated in January of 2019. And also, I am a part of the best boxing channel on YouTube, The Boxing Voice, T-H-A Boxing Voice. Okay. So we need. So you you want us to uh, relay your message to Deontay Wilder? I mean, I I, I talk to him sometimes on uh, on IG. Like he responds. He's a great heavyweight champion, but I don't think he really knows like the entire story. But we try to get him on our show because we have a live show in Vegas on September uh, 14th and 15th for the Canelo and, and Triple G. So we're trying to get him on, on the show and. I think then I was going to break the story to him. Okay. Oh, got you, got you, man. Great story this morning. Like the positive energy, sir. Absolutely. Munchie. Yeah. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Oh, my God, y'all. I cannot believe I'm talking to y'all. I just wanted to say, like, my whole world's falling apart around me. I don't even care. I found out y'all are in San Antonio now, and I'm feeling really blessed. That's oh, right. Yeah. We are on in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We're on a 98.5 The Beat in San Antonio. Yeah, Shout to, to San Antonio, exactly man. right. Hopefully we get and to see you, know you guys what? soon. I just convinced my husband to get me the revolt package. <laughs> so, so you get to see us. Yeah, I get to watch y'all. I can listen to y'all on the we're radio. Wa- we're waving my to you. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that revolt is part of packages now. Drop on the clues bombs for revolt. Step in their game up. Now they are part of packages. Thank you, mama. All right. Go okay, ahead, revolt. Thanks, y'all. Diddy got him a real network. G, what's up? Oh, uh, what's up, Rockstar? Oh, boy. Goodie bad game. I, I, I ain't heard from you in a minute, man. I, I be, wow, I be, where you been? Where you been? I, I thought dis- you was locked up. I be disappointed when my haters don't call. Man, I can't get through because I got Trav. You know, he be calling oh, up man. the phone line. So won't you come through the back door like Trav does? <laughs> I, I'm not a brother. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Come on now. Wow. What's hey, up? Man, I got I to got, I gotta get off my chest the fact that every time I watch a YouTube video, you know, when y'all do the interview, Charlamagne, you always look so greasy, man. What is it? Is that is that a defect from the bleaching cream? Do you not mind why you look so greasy? Do you mean there? do you mean greasy or moisturized, sir? No, you look greasy like you sweating off that bleach cream. Well, he- listen, this is what I need you to do. I need you to bring your warm, dry body near me and soak up some of this grease. All right now. I think he's flirting with you. 
Okay, guys, stop, stop, stop. It sounded to me like you sounded to me like you was thinking about taking me up on my offer. <laughs> he paused for a minute. You paused for a he second. Paused for a minute. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 805 If you need to vent, hit Put us now. Put the in your bag, gang. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Gary. I'm sick of it. Gary? We don't have time for your fake Bernie Mac impersonation this Not morning. Not at all, so. Gary. You was practicing. We heard you. <laughs> What's up? This is Gary from Hollandale, Florida. I was checking in with you. Okay. Yo, 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 yo,
Harden. You, you, can't, know, t- you can't call me that. I can't mess with y'all correct. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll be telling you he'll be performing at that Aretha Franklin Memorial. Uh, about 23 acts are confirmed so far. Also, if you're wondering what happened that made Azalea Banks go crazy at Wildin' Out, we got that for you, too. All right. And don't forget, Ice Cube will be joining us this morning. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, I want to drop one of the clues bombs from my man Partisan Fontaine, man. That's my guy. He's I, I, I think he's a phenomenal artist. Salute to Partisan Fontaine, just because. Good morning, my brother. All right. Well, now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Azalea Banks. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Well, TMZ has a clip from Wildin' Out. And if you guys remember, Azalea Banks wasn't happy after her taped appearance. She had posted, if I were to make fun of Nick Cannon for having lupus and being weak and sickly, if I made a joke that said he'd be dead by the end of the year, then Azalea Banks is the bad guy, right? And Nick Cannon had responded, don't you hate when you create your own storms but forget your umbrella? Azalea, we are praying for you, Queen. Speedy recovery healing she wilding out for real well here's a little piece of the clip with azalea banks versus dc young fly my boy nick cannon is so petty how petty is he he couldn't get caught to me so he got azalea ugly ass <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> sorry can i just say that was very anti-black oh get him back I didn't think that was funny. Well, see, here's the thing. DC Young Fly is a comedian. He is. And he's going to let them jokes fly. And if you go on a show like Wild and Not, you got to have your clip loaded with ammo. And Azalea Banks be having jokes on social media. She said she wasn't prepared. She didn't think she was doing that. She thought she was performing in and out. Well, sometimes you got to be off the cuff with it. You know what I'm Did saying? Did that feel anti-black to you guys? No. Uh, anti-black? Oh, that's no. what she said it was? No. Yeah, she said it's very anti-black. Anti-black? No. Nah, I didn't hear the anti-blackness in it. Because Cardi's Cause a woman of color. He... Nah, no, I didn't find that anti-black. Yeah, I think she was anti-black. talking about because Cardi's light-skinned and she's dark-skinned. She might have been reading too much into it. I think maybe because Cardi just has had a lot more commercial success. But I mean, that might have been what they meant. But I mean, to tell you, Banks, that is a topic that's always on her mind, colorism. So she probably always, always feels like that anyway. You know very what I'm saying? Very sensitive to it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, Scarface is facing a lawsuit for failing to pay child support. If you guys remember, he was actually in jail for a period of time because of child support. He owed over $123,000 in four separate cases. Well, now he is in trouble yet again. Now, they do. They are saying that uh, they're looking for garnished wages and a raised monthly payment as well. So hopefully he takes care of this because last time... He ended up in jail. He said it was a learning experience. My advice to any father out there is that if you send anything, you send it through the courts. So I guess what he was trying to imply was that he was paying but just not getting credit for it. Yeah, probably giving her the money under the table Cash, instead of doing right. it through the system. How old is so don't count it. son or daughter, though? I have no uh, idea. He, well, it's more mm. than, he has more than one baby mom. Mm. And more so pop. It's, okay. He had four separate child support cases previously. Uh-huh. Right now, he owes for uh, one of the mothers as well. Well, and more positive Scarface news. Scarface did the forward for my new book, which will be out October 23rd. My book is called uh, Shook One Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. And Scarface did the forward for my book, talking about his anxiety. Shout out to Brother Face. Yeah, that's my man. 
All right, Kenya Barris. You guys know him from creating Black-ish, and you guys know he has a whole new situation uh, going on with Netflix. He just locked into an exclusive deal with Netflix. Well, it looks change. like he's going he's gonna to be bringing back a reboot of that show, Bewitched. You guys remember the show, Bewitched? I do remember mm-hmm. Bewitched. That's when they twinkle yeah. their nose or something, something happens. I don't want to mm-hmm. see a black witch, though, unless she know roots. Like, I, she got, she can't be saying she's doing magic. Wait, was magic. that I Dream a Genie? But the twinkle of nose? I don't remember. I thought Bewitched was the twinkle of nose. Nah, Bewitched was the witch that used to live in the house. They ain't twinkle of nose. I think she was a maid. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. That was a very white show. Very. I got to remember it a long time ago. <laughs> All right, well, he's bringing back Bewitched, so if you guys aren't familiar with the original show, maybe you want to go back, take a look at it, uh, refresh yourself if you've never seen it, just so you know. Uh, J- Jermaine Dupree, he is promoting his vegan lifestyle now. He's doing a PETA campaign. Check out what Jermaine Dupree has to say about becoming a vegan. So my vegan story started when I went on Mastic for like 25 days. The energy I had, the way I felt, I was just like trying to figure out at that point, how could I keep this same feeling? And people's like, you should be vegan. I'm like, vegan? So I just became vegan. I just went full into the vegan lifestyle and hit 12 years later. For what? What do you mean for what? I mean, he's short already. It's not like he will eat more vegetables and grow taller. Shut up, man. Like, it makes, what? Him, makes him feel good. Gives him energy. It's healthier. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it not the easiest transition to make, this but guy. it actually does make people feel a lot better. And you see people looking a lot younger, a lot fresher when they are vegans. So yeah, I'm vegan. Good for him. I don't eat meat. I, I don't eat right. meat. I don't. The only thing I eat, I eat um. Do eat meat. meat? I eat. You're such I a liar. Eat, I eat lamb. I that's eat turkey. That's meat. I that's eat meat. beef. That's what. That's meat. I eat Chick Fil A. That's meat. I eat seafood. That's meat. But other than that, I'm a vegetarian. Shut up. Well, I think it's dope. Congratulations to Jermaine Dupree on becoming a vegan. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. We got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, what do you think we're talking about? Your Donald president. Trump. Of course, and what he has to say if he were to be impeached, how everything will fall apart. All right, we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Let's talk about your president, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yes, looks like a lot of people are turning on Donald Trump, a lot of people in his inner circle. And he's not happy about it. He actually wants to outlaw people who are snitching. This whole thing about uh, flipping, they call it. Everything's wonderful, and then they get 10 years in jail, and they they flip on whoever the next highest Mm -hmm. one is, or as high as you can go. Mm -hmm. It almost ought to be outlawed. It's not fair. Because if somebody's going to give, spend five years like Michael Cohen because of a taxicab industry, because he defrauded some bank. But if you can say something bad about Donald Trump and you'll go down to two years or three years, which is the deal he made. In all fairness to him, most people are going to do that. All right, Trump, give the hood day credit now. You can't be running on a no snitching campaign, a snitches get stitches campaign now. I agree with him, though. If you're a criminal and you do a crime (laughs) and you get caught... You shouldn't get less of time for telling on somebody. Y'all all should go down the same way. It's a big difference between snitching and crime prevention, but we're not going to sit here and act like, you know, the hood and hip-hop right. has not been uh, running a, a strict no-snitching campaign for a long time. So all Donald Trump is saying is no snitching. And if he runs on that, you're going to have a lot of people sneak, sneakily voting for him uh, in 2020. <laughs> a lot of hood dudes that ain't never voted. Like, you know what? I, well, I don't think I'm they're going to outlaw snitching in the nah, government. Nah, they should. <laughs> That's definitely not going to happen. They should outlaw all snitching right, now, everywhere. Here's what Donald Trump had to say about possibly being impeached and the effect it would have on our country. You know, I guess it's just something like high crimes and all. I don't, I don't know how you can impeach somebody who's done a great job. I'll tell you what, if I ever got impeached, I think the market would crash. 
I think everybody would be very poor <laughs> because without this thinking, uh, you would see you would see numbers that you wouldn't believe in reverse. Trump's lawyer also said that if uh, he gets impeached, it'll probably be like a, a revolt from his supporters. So that's just a dog whistle. <laughs> so I keep telling y'all what y'all need to do, man. Y'all need to be going to buy, you know, legal firearms. You need to be taking your family to the range, teaching your family how to shoot because you just don't know where this country is headed. Yep. Okay? But I can tell you one thing, the other side ready. All right? Yeah, absolutely. Trust and believe that. All right, Donald Trump also had this to say about paying hush money to two women who he had an affair with. And they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's a big thing. That's a much bigger thing. They came from me, and I tweeted about it. In fact, my first question when I heard about it was, did they come out of the campaign? Because that could be a little dicey. It's not even a campaign violation. If you look at President Obama, he had a massive campaign violation. But he had a different attorney general, and they viewed it a lot different. So basically, he said, I pay for my own holes, is what he said. Pretty, pretty much. In other words, he's saying that he did do this, but it wasn't a crime, I guess. Came out his own pocket. I would never take money from camp, the campaign dollars. <laughs> I, was, I was rich before all of this. Okay? That is, that, that is interesting with Trump, though, because you can you really be uh, mad at him for stuff like that? Because he's the president of the United States of America now, but before he was just... A reality star, a rich, rich reality a rich celebrity. Star. So yes, right. he slept with prostitutes. He paid for porno stars to sleep with him. Like, you know, it's not like he's a career politician. Yeah, but I guess the part of it is the cover up of when you're running for office and you're trying to play, pay people off. All of those things should come out. Yeah, hey, I'm just trying to get y'all to shut happen, up. To, so. I'm just trying to get y'all to shut up till I win this presidency. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all. That's it. Yeah. And the big thing is if you use campaign funds to make that happen. But I, I do think we look at the character of a person, you know, before we decide who we want to become president. So all those things matter. Oh, that's before America started uh, electing celebrities as presidents. All right. And uh, we're just keeping our eye on Hawaii. Just to give you guys an update, Hurricane Lane has hit 19 inches of rain, has hit parts of Hawaii. So they're saying that the storm is still going to be a significant rainmaker, even though it has weakened uh, as it got toward there. So the big uh, Hawaii's big island during a 24-hour period, like I said, more than 19 inches of rain has fallen. We'll keep you guys updated. All right. Well, thank you. That's front page news. Now, yeah, I've seen you all over the news recently. Well, okay, so my my friend, who is like a big sister to me, I've known her since I was about 14 years old. Mm-hmm. She owns a bakery in Brooklyn. It's called Bakery on Bergen. And she put up this video footage, and it upset me because we own a business in Brooklyn as well. Mm-hmm. And a woman was stealing. It's like a... Um, it's a dog. It's a fake dog, but it looks like a tree. Tree dog, like a plant like a dog. dog, right. Yeah. Uh, outside of her property, outside of the bakery. While the bakery was open, I guess the guy she was with went inside, distracted my friend Akim, and that's when someone made off with the dog, the person, you the make, woman that he was You're making this with. sound real cute. The video I saw, I saw this white woman <laughs> walk in front of your uh, business and just steal a whole chia pet. A whole, it looked like a chia pet. That yeah, was she, a chia kicked, pet. she kicked the dog and then she picked it up and uh, And walked off, off and didn't know she was on camera. Nope. All right. She stole it. Don't she stole give, it. Ain't no day. She took off with something that wasn't her. And own. this was she during business. It. This was during business hours. The benches were outside for people to sit. The decorations. Every night she puts those items inside the store. But while the store is open, it's free to be outside because you don't think someone's going to just take your property while you're in the store. Did you get right her locked there. up? Because you got her on camera. You got her on camera clearly stealing. You know, see, see this. Did the, you get her locked up? This, this the thing. It's an ongoing investigation. But what yes, investigation? I saw the camera. I saw the video. Let me let me ask you a question. I'm gonna ask the room this question because I was just curious. I was thinking about it, right? Now this was an older white lady, right? She looked like she was in her thirties. No, she wasn't. She looked like she was in her thirties, forties. That girl was young. Was she young? Well, you know, 
She thought she was in her 30s, 40s. Uh, no, younger? Listen, all right, so maybe. I think, I think white people are well aware that they age like bananas. Stop it. <laughs> all right, so. All right. She was in her 20s. Let me ask you a question. So yeah. if, if the white woman came back, and this was your store, Charlamagne, mm-hmm. right? Would you call the police on her? Yes. Let me you ask know you a question. Just for all because the she, years and years that they've been calling the police on us for nothing. Now, if it was a she little, did send an email to me. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, if it was a younger black boy, like a, a teenager, and and they stole it, made a mistake, and brought it back, would you call the police? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neither would I. Probably not. I so would, ye, I wouldn't. You call the police on the white lady, but not the black kid. Hey, man. Black privilege. I don't want to ruin this young man's life. Drop on the cruise bomb for black privilege. Then. You don't want to use, you don't want to ruin the young black boy's life, but the, the white woman, hey, you got to take I would call. Out. I would call his parents, though. That's, see, that, see, that ain't racist. And, and the reason way. I thought about it, yeah, that might be a little racist. That is but the reason racist. I thought about it, I was like, if that was a young black kid, right, would I call the police? I was like, no, nah. you wouldn't. Man, like, the young nah. black men have it not hard enough already. I exactly. don't want to call the police, especially if they had to change the heart and brought it back. Not stealing, not for stealing the Chia Pet, but that that white woman should know better. You got all the white privilege in the world. Was, You're just going to steal my goddamn Chia Pet? I was well, I'm going to read you the email that she sent. Tell me the email. She said, I saw the video of me stealing your Ivy dog, and I'm so sorry. It seemed harmless to me, and I did not think it was a sentimental item. And I apologize for taking your property without permission and really? definitely regret being so stupid. I will get it back to you and apologize profusely for any inconvenience. Now, imagine a black person a black person stealing from a white woman in America and just saying, it seemed harmless to me to steal from you. Really? You're going to jail. No. She needs to learn a little lesson. So let's open, That's how America was made. Let's open up the phone lines. Exactly. 800-585-1051, right? Now, uh, sh- if this... Let me, let me see how I'm going to phrase this. If you were the business owner, would you call the cops on this woman? Yes, I would. And you should. You got her own video stealing. Matter of fact, send me the video so I can post on my IG right now. <laughs> so I can show everybody how, how much of a thief this young woman If you were the business owner, sticky white fingers. would you call the police on this woman? <laughs> see, but I also asked, if it was a black kid, would you call the police? Why you got to bring us into this? This ain't got nothing to do with us. We ain't the one stealing this time. All right? <laughs> send me the video right now so I can post on my Instagram so I can show everybody what we talking about this morning. Oh, my goodness. 800 it's harmless to steal. That's what pissed me off. The email is what pissed me off. It's I, th- I thought it was harmless to steal Just from to you. Just take your ish. I didn't know it meant. I didn't know it, was a, it had anything sentimental. No, it ain't got nothing to do with sentimental. This is my property, <laughs> my business. You don't have the right to just take something and steal it. That's the problem with y'all, colonizers. That's why they call you colonizers, right there. Oh my goodness, the cameraman is so uncomfortable right now. But eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're asking 800-585-1051. Would you call the police on this white woman? Now, Yee, what happened? She stole a uh, a grass dog, uh, shaped like a dog, out from outside of my friend uh, Kim's Bakery, the bakery on Bergen. Now, she got caught because it was all on camera. We posted it online. And people identified her. And so she sent an email apologizing and saying that she regrets doing something so stupid. She didn't know the item had sentimental value. Listen, man, for all the years white people have stolen from black people or stole black people, I am getting this white woman locked up. And the caudacity of this woman, the unmitigated mayonnaise-flavored gall to send you an email and tell you that she didn't know this meant something to you and she thought it would be harmless to steal from you? Do you know the level of privilege and entitlement you have to have to send that email? No, you're absolutely right. And I thought about this, and I was like, you know, and this is and this is what I was thinking. I was like, I would call the police on this woman. But I said, if this was somebody that looked like me, uh, a, a young uh, 
black kid or a young Latino kid or a young minority, I wouldn't call the police. No, 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 no. That wasn't the scenario we presented earlier. I know, I know, but for her. Now, if it was just a, if it was just any color person who stole from me like that on my camera, I'm calling the police. But earlier, y'all said that if they bought the bought it back, right? If if a black person bought it back, Puerto Rican person bought it back, brown person bought it back, I'd be like. All right, you know, thank you. You realize the error in your ways. You bought it back. Don't do that again. But if the white person brought it back, you call the police regardless. Yes. You know why? Because she sent me an email saying that she <laughs> thought it was harmless to steal from me and that she didn't know that this thing meant something to me. And for all the years that white people have stolen from us. All right? <laughs> I got to get them back for what New Kids on the Block did to New Edition. Can I, can, I, can, I, uh, can I just go to the left a little bit? Yes, go ahead. Our white camera guy is so hurt right now, right? Our white camera guy asked this, this behind the scenes. Come here, Steve. Steve. I'll hold Steve. the camera. Steve, come Steve, here. Steve, get on the, the mic, Steve. Let Daniel hold the camera, Ask Steve. the question you just asked behind the scenes. Steve is really hurt. No. And Steve is my guy. We all have talked to Steve during tough times in his life. Absolutely. Because like, I'm, not, I'm not a racist. I just don't like racist bigots. And Steve's not a racist bigot. He's a good, he's good a big, white he's man. He's a big guy. And Steve's Allegedly. really hurt by this. What'd you ask me, Steve? Hold on. I want to just get 911 in my phone ready just in case I need to make a phone call. Okay, call, Steve. Um, what did I say? I said, uh, this, brought, this made me think about... Uh, it's, I mean, it's a totally different question. Yeah. You know. Would you get to it, Steve? Oh, God, yeah, thank God you're not here. Um, if I was hanging from a cliff uh, and uh, a, a young black guy you don't know was hanging from a cliff and you can only choose one guy, and I'm your friend yeah. in real life, I feel like you'd choose the black kid. The black guy. Well, first of all, why is Jamal hanging from the cliff? You know why? Because your ancestors probably strung him up there and hung him, see? and there's probably a noose around see? his neck, Steve, see? okay? See? So I wouldn't have to save little Jamal because Jamal's dead already, see? all right? Okay? And I would wonder why you just hanging out here by him and didn't help him when the noose was around his neck. Why you ain't tell your people stop, Steve? See? Huh? Why you tell them stop? See? Steve, I'll save you, my friend. I will save you first. I, I would first go for a little Jamal well, and try to save look like him you. and then hopefully get to Steve, but maybe Do you think not. this white you think this white woman should be arrested that stole from you? Oh yeah, I think but the difference is if it was me, I don't care what color your skin is, if you stole from me, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you still wow. stole from me. Yes, I, I agree, but it's just a little more incentive when the person I'm is white. I'm not letting the white <laughs> No, for me it's I'm No, being, I understand I'm your being, point. Uh, yeah, cuz just be, for all the years white people have stolen from us and stole us, it's just a little bit more incentive for me to have the shoe on the other foot and be proudly be able to call the police on this white woman. I just know I'm how tough honest. it is being a young African-American out here, especially with a record. I wouldn't want to give this kid a record. I understand, too. And think about all these white-collar criminals we've been seeing the past couple months calling the police on us for being at pools and all kind of... I'm definitely calling the police. Well, let's go to the phone line. Becky going to jail. <laughs> Becky. Hello, who's this? Becky behind bars. What's up, Evie? <laughs> hey, Trav. What's oh, up, Trav? Trav? There's my Trav. Hey. Hey, Trav. What's up, Charlemagne? What's up, Trav? How you doing, sis? Now, what, what do you think, Trav? Uh, lock her ass up. That's right. Lock her white ass up. They always want to call the cops on us. Black people, when these white folks come in y'all store, follow them around the store. When they when they looking <laughs> at the Hellman's and the mayonnaise, go act like y'all oh, looking at the goodness. hot sauce. And I, I, I know what y'all saying right now. Y'all saying Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. You know what I'm saying? But you know what your Uncle Charlotte says sometimes? Sometimes what? when they go low, you got to take it to the floor with them, baby. Take it to the floor saying? with them. That's it. All right. Thanks, Trav. Bye, y'all. All right. 800-585-1051. Should Yee's friend call the police on this white woman? Call yes. us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Yee, explain what happened to uh, your friend. 
Yes, a white woman stole a ornament from outside of her bakery, bakery on Bergen, and has since returned it because she was caught on camera on video. Everybody saw her. And she actually has apologized for it and returned the item. What do you think? Should well, she go to jail? You read the email because the email is what really, really grinds my gears. Okay, I saw the video of me stealing your Ivy dog. I'm so sorry. It seemed harmless to me, and I did not think it was a sentimental item, and I apologize for taking your property without permission and definitely regret being so stupid. I will get it back to you and apologize profusely for any inconveniences. Can you imagine me as a black man telling a white person after I steal from in front of their <laughs> store <laughs> that I thought it was harmless to steal from you, that I didn't and know let's be clear. this meant she something it. to you? She returned it because it was on camera. And only re- I saw the video on social media. That's the only reason she returned this Absolutely. item. Absolutely. Now, I posted the video on my Instagram, Charlamagne. I sent you the video. I just so posted cool. it on my Instagram, at C to God, C-T-H-A-G-O-D. So you, so you can look at it. So let's go to the phone lines. Would you call the police on her? Hello, who's this? It's Dante. Dante, would you call the police on her, Dante? No, like, if she had the nerve to bring it back, then no. Nah, but I would have, like, don't come back here or I will call the police. So you wouldn't call the police on, on, on Becky behind bars? <laughs> Becky behind bars. Uh, you got to send Becky to jail, bro, bro. Because at the end of the day, like, calling the police, that's potentially putting somebody's life at, at risk. But it's your business. And you know what? She did bring it back, but it was all banged up and beat up. Nah, man. I, I, I Just that email, it was so much privilege and entitlement oozing from that email, bro. I for agree. you, For them to tell me that I didn't think this meant anything to you and I thought it was harmless to steal from, from, from you? Come on, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ian from the Bronx. Ian, what's up, man? Should she call the police on that on the white woman? Of course I would. Not only that, but she deserves to go to hell. I'm with my white girlfriend right now. Come on now. now. You with your girl? You with your white girlfriend right now? What does she have to say about this? That was wrong. She is dead wrong. <laughs> well, I, I love you for being a good white person. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. Because I, I always say white people got to use their privilege to combat prejudice. You know what I'm saying? And white people have to understand where we're coming from. They have been calling the police on us all year long for the most minor infractions. And now you're going to steal from me, my place of business, and send me an email and tell me that you didn't think this this item meant anything to me and I thought it was right. harmless? No! Sandra! Hi! Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, guys. So morning. what do you think? Would you call the police order? On the woman, yes. The reason being, if it was a black boy that did steal, steal the, the plant or the, the dog, I say that a lot of communities, a lot of different races, cultures, they usually help their own. Yep. So I feel like if it was a black boy stealing that stuff, come on, like people do that all the time. They help each other out, and I feel like why not help this kid out? The white lady has to hold the L, though. Sorry. White, right. white lady got to hold the L. She'll be all right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she'll we be We got to set an example. She, has, <laughs> she definitely has a lot more. She has a better chance than, like, a young boy going to jail or dealing with, like, the legal system in general. Hey, she'll be all white. You know what? All right. <laughs> and, and, and and think about it. When I was um, I was about, I would say about sixteen, seventeen years old. I got into a, a big a, a fight with this dude. Now I was like five two when I was a kid. And I got into a big fight with this kid that was six foot at the time. And I knew I was gonna lose that fight, so I ran inside and I got my pop shotgun and I pulled the shotgun what? on the kid. Yeah, I pulled. I mean, the sh- you have always been really taking things to the beige next level. rage, beige <laughs> rage. Yeah, I, I pulled I pulled the shotgun on the kid and the kid left. And uh, later on that night, the kid's mom came to the house and told my dad. And I was, you know, I was pissed that he, you know, that he snitched. But 
I think about it now. And I said, that he flipped. That I thank God <laughs> that she told my dad and not the police. Because if she told the police, I, I would probably have a record right now. It'd have been over for you. And because of that, I, I don't have a record. I mean, I got in trouble and my ass was hurt and, and, my, and I was grounded for like a, a, the whole year. But I'm going to be honest with you. What? You just, I ought to call the police on your beige yeah. ass. Shut up. Pulling shotguns on my child. Shut up. All right. I don't give a damn what color you yeah, are. Yeah, that's, right? that's, that's a little deadlier situation. Do is, now, we, we in here talking about stealing chia pets. And here you come <laughs> talking about pulling whole shotguns <laughs> on human beings. Every time they shoot up everybody. Yeah, but, but, I got time for that. But thank God she, she told my pops and not call the police because I would have a record. And there's not too many things I would be able to do with a, a felony on my record. Yeah, well, I don't feel sorry for this white woman. I hope uh, Angelie's friend presses charges against this white woman. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not the fact that she stole. If she stole and bought it back in good conscience, cool. Only reason she bought it back because she was on camera. But that email, that email <laughs> reeks of entitlement and privilege. She said, I thought it was harmless to steal from you. And I didn't know this meant something to you. Who did what? That is the epitome of whiteness, by the way. That is what that's colonizing at its finest. Look. Well, trust and believe that Akim definitely has the police investigating and doing whatever they have to do for the situation. I can't even believe it's an investigation. We saw her take the whole chia pet. Yeah, you got her, you got her email. She, she said I have e her email. She deleted her Instagram page. And after confession, she confessed in the email. Right. What's there to investigate? I want her arrested. I mean, they call the kids on the young on the young minorities for selling water. They call the, the police on the young minority selling lemonade. Being in the pool. They call the kid. Yep. Yeah, for, for the, you, you using a coupon at a goddamn drugstore. Nine, no. Nine one one. What's, what's your emergency? Becky behind bars. Becky got to go. Becky behind bars. Becky got to go behind bars. B. I'm uh, sorry. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is this isn't racist. <laughs> it's revenge. <laughs> All right. Revenge. <laughs> right, that's oh, the moral of the story. Goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we're going to talk about Takashi Six Nine. Now he has a new person that he's beefing with online, and he's a friend of ours, Luda. No. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. And don't forget, Ice Cube will be joining us next hour. The Breakfast Club. Oh, they're calling her Chia Pet Carla. That's funny. And Tree, <laughs> tree Pet Peggy. Tree Pet Peggy. Yes. Okay. And Becky the Bush Dealer. <laughs> I like Becky the Bush Dealer. Good. I made that, that up. Was just a good I just made, that was a good one. That was a good one. Dropping the clues bombs for me. That nope. was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Are you sure no one said that? Nobody said that. That's all me. Becky the Bush Dealer. Okay. I'm sure they'll have her name up running around Instagram in about mm, five minutes. All right, well, let's get to the rooms. Let's talk ludicrous. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Takashi 69 is now going in on Ludacris. Now, I wasn't sure what had happened at first. I just saw that 69 was posting and calling Luda a bum-ass N-word and saying nobody watches Fear Factor since the white boy left. Well, here's what happened. Ludacris was on Wildin' Out, and he was playing I Plead the Fifth, and this went down. If you was to sign somebody right now to DTP, Disturbing the Peace, who would you sign first? Takashi 69 Oh, my man, Nick Cannon. That's an easy one for me. I'd sign Nick Cannon because Takashi, I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. If I was Takashi, I'd be very offended by that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed I'm going to tell you why I'd be very offended by that. Why? It's the same man that signed Chingy. How dare you? All right. <laughs> yeah, that's why you'd be upset. Well, yes, maybe he's saying you? he learned from that experience. No, no, no. Chingy made a lot of money, okay? Chingy sold a lot of records his first time around. He did. All right. Well, 6ix9ine responded, you stupid, bum-ass, and we're waiting for Fast 9 to begin, washed up, bitch. Here's what else Takashi had to say. Luda, Luda, Luda. You bum-ass, ass, fast and the furious geek. Yo, suck my f***ing 
Look, look, this is what you know for. Hold on. When I was 13. I like this song though. What the f is you doing? Takasha, you a fool if you would you a fool if you wouldn't have jumped on Baby 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 by Justin Bieber. That was my joke. Luda the Dream, Justin, all of them still making millions off that one record. Stop it. Royalties on that was crazy. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. You would jump on that a minute, Takashi. But who would you sign? Takashi or Nick Cannon? For what? <laughs> what? For what? For what? For what? A record label. You know what it's for. Who would you sign? Just rap? A rap. Takashi 69 oh, all goddamn okay. day. I would think of the same thing. <laughs> Not Tekashi, signing no damn Tekashi. Nick Cannon. Yeah, poor no rap Nick, for man. Rap. Nick Cannon is your friend, man. I'll do anything else with Nick. Any other type of business. But rap, absolutely not. Okay. Jiggalo was popping. Oh, yeah, like, I'm man, a Jiggalo. Stop it, man. You can't not keep bringing that old song. We're not going to sit here and act like Nick Cannon ain't been trying to get his rap career off the ground for 20 years. All right? Well, Ludacris is preparing for Luda Day, so he posted a picture of... Takashi and he put not confirmed because normally whoever's going to be there he puts confirmed. Well, I guess he's uh, Xing out Takashi. I feel you, Takashi, but stop telling people to SMD, man. I got to see Takashi yeah, in one fist fight, much. yo. Because I'm so I can't. I, you got to stop inviting people to your private parts, man. As my daddy once said, if a man tells you to S his SMD, be prepared to die or kill. And as I've grown, I've added on, I'll be prepared to SMD. <laughs> All right? Somebody might have do it. Have a good time. One day, one have a good night. I can't wait till Takashi tells the right person to SMD and they jump in his jeans. They're going to jump right <laughs> in We got to get some of Ray J's booty goons. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Aretha Franklin. There has been 23 acts so far that are confirmed to be featured at her memorial. It looks like it's going to be popping. The memorial takes place next Thursday, and it's going to be um, in Detroit. Did you say popping? Yeah, listen, when I tell you these people that Dr. Louis Farrakhan will be there, too. Dr. Louis Farrakhan? Uh, Who's Dr. Louis that's Farrakhan? How they, that's how they have him listed on here. Dr. No, man, it's Louis the Honorable Farrakhan. Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm just telling you how they have it listed here. I don't know why. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the four tops, Gladys Knight. Johnny Gill will be there, even though he's not uh, showing up for new edition shows. <laughs> uh, Angie Stone, Raheem Devon, a whole lot of people. The so four tops, that, all of them are still alive? I don't know. It could be... I have no idea. I don't want to yeah. say yes or no to that. <laughs> One of them passed. All right. Jennifer Lewis will be there as well. All right. A journalist has detailed what happened when she said she was assaulted while filming an R. Kelly documentary. She said earlier this month she was at an R. Kelly after party trying to film this documentary. And uh, she was working under contract for BuzzFeed News. And she said, I had the camera phone in my hand above my head. All I know is I felt an arm around my neck and I was lifted up. The next thing I know, I'm facing outside. She said she was confronted by six men who she thought was nightclub security as well as members of R. Kelly's security team. So she said she got roughed up and assaulted while trying to film. Mm. Is she all right? All right. Um, yeah, I guess she's now going to be uh, filing charges. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlemagne! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, um, I don't think I've ever given donkey of the day to somebody who committed an act like this. That's what I would tell y'all. Mm. But we're going to play a good game of guess what race it is, too. Oh, boy. All right, since we got a, a lot of racial uh, undertones to the show this morning, a little okay. bit more than usual. All right. We're going to play a game of guess what race it is, guys. All right. We'll I want y'all to show up for me. We'll do that when we come back. I'm Keep like, it locked. I can't wait to talk to y'all for after the hour. And don't forget, after that, Ice Cube will be in the building. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club.
<clears throat> yes, donkey of the day for Friday, August 24th goes to a Memphis hospital security guard named Cameron right now. Cameron is 23 years old, and he's a nasty roar. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to use that word anymore. Cameron isn't a nasty N-word. But when I read this story, that's the first thing I thought to myself. Cameron is an unpleasant individual, a disgusting person, a foul human being, a repulsive mammal, a repugnant soul. Okay, see, it's just some sexual act that I would never understand. And I know the Bible teaches us not to judge, but no, that's not reality. It's some things that people are into that we should judge. Pedophilia is definitely one of them. But there is one that may have pedophilia beat. If not beat, then they are on the same level of WTF. And that, my friends, is necrophilia. Okay? Uh, if you don't know what necrophilia is, I am here to tell you that it's having sex with a corpse. Mm. Okay? Uh, let me tell you, this is a word and term I'm familiar with, but never, ever did any more research than that. I'm cool. Okay? Oh, people have sex with corpses? Man, no need to go any further. I mean, I a dead person, right? I mean, dead. Uh, last time I checked, that's what a corpse is, mm. a dead person. Yes. Uh, I don't need to know anything else about that subject. Okay, I remember watching Kill Bill and watching uh, Buck have sex with Uma Thurman's character when she was in a coma, and I remember being extremely disturbed by that. And when she got out of the coma and killed Buck, it warmed my cold heart. Okay, and that was a movie. So to find out people are doing that in real life but taking it to another, another, another level by having sex with actual corpses... Are actual dead bodies, since I got to spell it out for people like Envy. Uh, let's, let's go to Fox 6 Now Memphis for the report, please. A Mid-South hospital employee accused of the unthinkable tonight. Police say that a, a hospital security guard was found having sex with a dead woman. Cameron Wright is charged with abuse of a corpse. Now, according to court documents, two people caught Wright having intercourse with a dead woman in a body storage room. This happened on the East Memphis campus of St. Francis Hospital. Officials say all of the hospital security services are contracted out to U.S. Security Associates and Wright has been terminated. Why? Why, Cameron? Why? You know what? I don't want to know the why. You know, when it comes to necrophilia, why doesn't matter. You're 23 years old. Is poom poom that hard to get out here in these streets? How do you go back to the hood or go back to your neighborhood or go back to your community after you have been all over the TV for sexually assaulting a corpse? This is why I've never gone down a wormhole in necrophilia because there's certain people, we don't have to know how their mind works. It doesn't matter what he's thinking. Not to me. I don't care what Cameron feels. Okay? I don't want to hear why. All right? And would you believe that Cameron has no criminal record or no criminal complaint history ever? See, this is why I don't trust anyone that doesn't have some dirt on them. All right, you got to have some type of dirt on you in order for me to trust you, all right? You've never been arrested and never had no complaint history because you out here committing horrendous acts that you don't want anyone to know about, okay? Because you being extra cautious. Please give Cameron Wright, uh, a.k.a. the corpse crusher, the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> now it's time to play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Now, let me give you some of the details that you should know. Okay. Number one, his name is Cameron Wright. Cameron. All right. Uh, Angelia, are you there? I'm going to need you on yes, this one. Yes, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Cameron Wright, he's from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Uh, he had sex with a corpse. Mm. Now, before we reveal the picture on Revolt TV, let's go around the room. Uh, DJ Envy? Yes, sir. Now, yes. What? Race he is. I was breaking it down like this. Cameron could be a white name because Cameron, if it was Cameron, it'd be black. But Cameron could be white. But then <laughs> you said Memphis. Memphis is a black city. So I got to go with. You got a job. Oh, you got a job in Memphis. Damn. It's still Memphis. I'm going black. Going black. Damn, damn, damn. 
Okay, Angela Yee. Guess yes. what race it is? I'm going to guess Caucasian. Mm, why do you think that? Yeah. Because I can't, we don't have sex with dead bodies. But he's from Memphis, though. Memphis is a black city, like heavily black. There's white people there. Right. Cracker ass, cracker. Whoa. Now, now, Envy, I'm going to give you, you sure? You don't want to? You sure? Mm. Sure you don't want to change your mind. Cameron. And you brought up some good points. There's white people in the city. They, you're right. And Cameron, I, I'm going to change my, I'm going I'm to call a friend and change. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the, the white side. So you think that it's a white man. And Angela E. thinks it's a white man. Hmm, okay. Well, it's time to reveal what race it is. And I just want to tell Angela E. and DJ Envy, you racist, stereotyping, profiling, thinking that only a descendant of Yakub who dwelled in the Caucasus Mountains would do such a disgusting act. You are wrong. Cameron Wright oh. is a nigga. He's black. Get out of here. at work, camp. He's black. Look Damn at man. picture. 23 he, years he's old. He's black, all right. Yeah, all right? he's black. He is a black man. Okay. Damn I'm it, so mad I got that wrong. Cameron, see that? I was, see, it was Cameron. And just for, and just for the moved. record, Damn. just for the record, I've never been arrested. Okay. We don't trust you, though. We don't trust you. I never trusted you. Now, listen, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the difference between black people and N words. Let's be clear of that. All right. Cameron Wright is indeed an N word. Play my Uncle Ruckus drop. Play my Uncle Jim Uncle Ruckus drop. That is powerful niggardry at work, Cam. Yes. Does he walk like he would have to walk around with lube, right? Because you just because it's dead. It's I'm not trying to understand you, right. and I'm not trying to understand this situation. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And but you don't need to know how to do this. I don't. I don't. I'm just curious. No, why? Why? You, you, you can ask no a question. To, you have no reason to be curious. I'm about just this. curious. No, like, no, you does he walk be. around with lube? Like I'm just curious. You shouldn't no, You shouldn't see. Not moist. See? It's not. You know. Don't what? go down this wormhole. All right, forget it. You have no reason to understand for you. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. You coming out? I'm not coming out. Okay. Right. Round of applause for I'm not. Happy yeah. Friday. Yeah, did you hear that? <laughs> hey, Logan and, the, Logan and the rest of the Casey crew. Oh my your daddy finally came out. We oh finally got what we wanted. All right, forget y'all. You know what? <laughs> Up next, Ice Cube, man. We're going to kick it with Ice Cube when we come back. The Big Three Championship game is tonight at the Barclay Center in New York, and we're going to talk to Ice Cube when we come back. So don't move. And we're going to do a West Coast mix this morning. Let me know your favorite West Coast. Join us. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club on this Friday. Yes, sir. We, we got a special guest in the building. Legendary. Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Welcome What's back. We got Cube up early. Are you usually an early bird, Cube? I am. You know, I'm usually up early, real early. You know, I can't I can't sleep long for some reason. You know what I mean? I got to get up. Got to get up. And even when you're on the West Coast, what time do you get up usually? Man, four in the morning. Damn. Like five in the morning. Doing what? Like you be writing out scripts? Yeah, you know, like, I, I like to, I like to uh, do, you know, get work done when the house is quiet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, I'll write rhymes at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just work out any kind of, you know, a thought process I got for the day. Mm-hmm. Anything I need to handle or get done. You know what I mean? I like to try to get a jump on it. Do you really thank God first thing in the morning? Like you said, and, uh, it was a good day? <laughs> <laughs> Not like I'm supposed to. You know, I should thank him every single morning, right. you know, but it's it's uh, it's uh sitting there. You know, I get it in, but it ain't every day. Gotcha. Well, congratulations on the big three. I see it's it's a, a huge success. You've been selling out arenas all across the country. Man, it's been lovely, man. You know, I just want to thank everybody for supporting. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, coming up with this idea you know, you get a lot of people, <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be like, yeah, Q, but when you leave, they're like, man, what the hell's 
Cube doing with I this? I don't know how you pulled it off, man. I, I, I really don't. You got players that just left the league. And like I tell everybody, that when they play, they still play like they're in the league. Like, they yeah. want to win. There's no thinking. Man, these dudes are going at it. You know, and, and wins are hard to come by in the big three. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear that a dude can just walk off the street and just come in and just clown. You know what I mean? Dudes realize when they get in that, yo, I got to, I'm back in pro sports. I got to really train. We got to prepare. We got a game plan or we're not going to win this game. You're not just going to hang out, come in and have a good team. It just ain't going to happen. I read a great article on Bleacher Report about how the Big Three can teach the NFL and other leagues something about how players and owners can work together. What do you think you're teaching those bigger leagues? Well, you know, those leagues have been around for a long time, so they have their structure. You know, we claim that we're changing the game. So we wanted to come in and, and invent a whole new structure to be able to work as partners with our players and not have owners or, you know, uh, GMs or just, you know, this whole other bracket of of people to interfere with what's going on. It's it's basically players with the the founders, you know what I'm saying? And, and we really working it out and trying to uh, build something together, you know, that in the future, when the money is right, everybody should be happy. So there's no owner. So, like, Houston doesn't have an owner. The New York City, there's no owners at all. Yeah, yeah. The teams don't even have cities. They're just teams. You know, it's kind of like NASCAR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, an event. And um, so How do you fire somebody, like a head coach? How do, you get, how do you fire a head coach? Can you? Well, everybody got contracts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, when the contract run out, you just, you know, re- talk it out. And either, you know, we're going to bring them back or we're going to move on and go in another direction. But... You know, we got players signed for another two years, so we're in pretty good shape. You, know? you got the first female head coach? Yes, she's in the championship tonight mm-hmm. out here in Brooklyn. So, you know, we want that Barclays jumping tonight, mm-hmm. you know, because, yo, history's going to be made either or. You know, either Nancy Lieberman's going to be the first uh, female to coach men to a championship uh, or Michael Cooper is going to win – a championship in his fourth professional mm-hmm. sport. You know what I mean? So it's going to be pretty epic, and uh, it's cool just to be able to have this, just to be ha- able to have stuff for dudes to do in the summer. Absolutely. For fans to pay attention to because it gets boring between the finals and the start of the NFL. You know, right. Yeah, nobody want to watch no damn baseball. Nah, not it's especially long. no mid-season. Yeah, mid-season no. Baseball is long. Yeah, it's crazy. What's, now, the, what's the big three's policy on drug use? Can players smoke weed? <laughs> we don't want players to uh, smoke weed, drink, do not come in intoxicated. You will not play. <laughs> you will not play. Now, now well, Al Harrington, you don't play no more, do you? Al Harrington. Yeah, he Al Harrington play. plays. Play. Oh, okay, you saw him up here the other day talking about, you know, he's big in the cannabis business. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's definitely big in that. He he definitely talked to us about CBDs, mm-hmm. you know, and how they can help help players. And um, so, you know, we're the first league to really open open it up to CBDs mm-hmm. because that's the the part of cannabis that helps with uh, inflammation. It helps with pain. You know, it don't get you intoxicated. And um, so, you know, we feel like. We want to help our players, man. Why sit there and let them suffer? Why push them to opioids? 
which we know the dangers of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We know what's going on with that in this country. So, you know, we, we was like, why not? We're changing the game. We're going to change it for the better. Just don't smoke. Just don't blaze don't up. Sm- yeah, don't yeah. blaze. If I catch you high, you're not playing. Right? <laughs> if I catch you smoking, you smell like smoke, you're not playing. Right. Period. Now, now, what are the conversations we're talking to Ice Cube that you're having with these players? Because a lot of these players usually go overseas. But now it's like, you know, like Meta World Peace and Nate Robinson, even on um, – Amari Stoudemire, what are the, the conversations like to make sure they stay and play for the big three? Well, they love it. You know, it's they're having fun. And, you know, unlike some other leagues where the players have this adversary kind of relationship with the league, here, guys, they love the camaraderie. We don't, we don't um, micromanage them. Y'all not 20-year-olds. These is dudes with kids you know some of their kids damn near 20 so um you know you gotta you gotta man up and i think they like that because a lot of leagues you know they they micromanage they they you know they treat you like a kid even though you know you walk in making a hundred million dollars they still telling you what to do and when to do it and there's a resentment that comes from that you know because they they ragdoll you you know (laughs) you can you can play you know three nights in a row and you still got to get up in the morning and do that charity event that the team got for you the next morning. And them kind of things just drive players crazy. And we don't have those kind of mandatory uh, media. You know, it's all voluntary. And I think that kind of relationship makes the players feel like they're part of it and not just a piece of it. So is Kobe joining the big three or what? Wait, there was wait, a rumor that leaked early. Wait, wait, we're going to ask him that uh, when we come back. Uh, right, Ice Cube is here, 800-585-1051. The championship game is tonight. Get your tickets. Support Cube. It's going to be a great game at the Barclays if you're in town. We're going to get into our Ice Cube mini mix. What's your favorite Cube joint? What's your favorite joint? Oh, man, I got a thousand of them. But, uh, just one. Just one? Just one. I'm going to do a mini mix. It was mix, a good day. Your, it was a favorite. good day, man. You know, that that's the one that, that I got to do. Every day, you know, that I perform. If I don't do that one, it's going to be hell to pay. All right. Ice Cube is here. Let's get into our Ice Cube mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was an Ice Cube mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Ice Cube is here. Of course, the Big Three Championship game is tonight. Get your tickets. I'll be in the building. There's still some tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to be up close and personal with the players and hear them talking ish to each other, the refs, and really getting into it, tonight is the game you want to be at at the Barclays. Yes, and it's Kobe joining the Big Three. It was a rumor that leaked early this I think it was early this week. Yeah, yeah. he was. I hope he do. I want him to. And we're going to keep asking him, you know. um, And here's why. A lot of players told us they was going to play and didn't play. Like who? I ain't going to say no names. (laughs) I'll put him on blast. He played (laughs) one or two games. A lot of guys, well, he couldn't play at this level. Mm -hmm. But a lot of guys told me uh, they wasn't going to play. And they end up asking for a contract when Mm -hmm. it was time. So... Do say no in in uh you know August, February, March come around and no might be a yes. You know, you never know when somebody gets the itch to play again. So we're not gonna count nobody out. Even if we hear no, we're not counting you out right. until it's past the deadline. And when it's past the deadline, you won't be playing that you know, for, for twenty nineteen. But until then, you know, we, we, we say everybody is is gettable. Now you got to be down to play, though. Mm-hmm. You got to be still. You got to still have that fire in your belly. Now, what if Kobe wanted to treat it like a pickup game? He's like, you know what, Cube? 
I show up every now and then. I feel like balling today. I mean, I don't think just the league for you. If you want to pick <laughs> you up, turn him down even if Kobe, that, even Kobe. Well, you want to you want somebody that's committed and serious about the league. You don't want nobody taking the league like like it's just a pickup game because yeah, yeah. it's not. Is it a money thing with Kobe? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think you know he just he like retirement. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, he don't want an Oscar. He's just probably got you know bigger fish to fry. Things he want to do differently, but. You know, these dudes are ballers at heart. You know, they go dibbling and dabbling in that other stuff and, and don't get satisfied, mm-hmm. and they may have the itch to play again. But it's all about keeping your body in shape and right. being ready to play because if you come just off the street, you probably going to get smoked. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get smoked. You got your guy LeBron in L.A. now. Yeah. When y'all doing a movie together because you're, no, <laughs> you're not there to win no rings. Hey, we're going to do the documentary <laughs> about him winning the ring in L.A. Starring <laughs> Charlemagne the guy. <laughs> you think he's going to win over there? I think so. Wait, wait, wait. I think he, uh, the team has to get better around mm-hmm. him. They can't just be like, we got LeBron and just jump on his cape. You know, and that's hard, you know, because you got the superstar sucking up all the oxygen and everybody want to defer to him. That's why I think Magic got the players he got around him. Everybody was like, Rondo. You know, JaVale McGee, you know, Lance Stevenson, what's up with that? These are dudes who played against LeBron and didn't back down. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You're so, not intimidated by him. No, which they're going to show our young players, do. you got to play your game. Right. Forget who on your team. You got to get better. And if you don't get better, we're not winning no championships. So it's good to have those veterans to show our young players that just don't bow down to everything LeBron want to do. You now, think it's disrespectful when they ask questions like, ESPN says things like, LeBron's already the greatest Laker of all time. He's never even put the jersey on. Yeah, he's not the greatest Laker of all time by far. Mm-hmm. By far. Who's the greatest Laker of all time? Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. Magic I love Kobe, Johnson. too, but I don't know yeah. why they don't mention Magic in the greatest of all time conversations of the yeah. period. Well, Magic held up the league. Mm-hmm. Him and Bird, you know, them other dudes held up their teams. Mm-hmm. So Magic is on a whole nother stratosphere. Nine champions. I mean, nine. Went to the finals nine times. Won yeah. five. Could have won more if it wasn't for injuries. Right. Yeah. Some injuries that took him down. Been kicking HIV's ass all these years. Yeah, man. And you know, just know how to know how to move that paper. Now you from the West Coast, and of course, growing up, the gangs were big. Mm-hmm. Now, now, what do you think about these kids doing a lot of the gang stuff now? And it, it doesn't seem as natural. Like you know, I'm sure you know a lot of people that died for those flags and coming yeah. gangs. And now it just seems like it's just something fun and cool to do. It's kind of always, in a way, been like that. You know, people always. You know, you got some real riders who ride or die, and when he get heavy, you know, they still stay down. And you got some dudes that gang bang when it's convenient, mm-hmm. when there ain't no smoke, when there ain't nothing going down. You know, when it really get heated and you start losing people and the bullets start flying, they ready to quit, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't quit at that point. So... You know, my thing is, like, it's nothing to play with. It's like fire, you know what I'm saying? It's cool when you cook your food, you know, firing up your blunt, whatever. But, you know what I mean, you burn yourself, burn your crib down, you know, then fire turn into into a monster. Mm -hmm. Same with gangbanging. It's cool when you just hanging with your homies, y'all, you know, got y'all colors on, y'all flagging it up, talking it all, you know, this, that, and other. But them bullets start flying, and the smoke come, and then most of the dudes ready to duck. It's only a, you look up, and it's only going to be a few riders with right. you. So 
it's just nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. Well, tonight, the Big Three Ice Cube is the championship game at the Barclays. There's still some seats available. Get your tickets now. You're performing too tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get down uh, about 630. You know what I mean? I'm going to jump on the mic, you know, drop some of them uh, them jewels, my old school jewels. Okay. And, um, you know, if you can't make it to the game, check us out on Fox. We're on Big Fox tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thank everybody, especially you guys, for supporting the Big Three. I couldn't get this done without the support of stations like this, you know, without the support of people that just, you know, gave gave me a chance with it. And um, it's working, and uh, I appreciate everybody for that. Now, what is what is LL's involvement with the Big Three? Because I see him at every game. He's a fan, you just know. He fan. just love it. Wow. And, and um, he's one of the dudes who, who see the movie. You know, mm-hmm. LL, you don't get to where LL is without being a visionary. So... He saw it right away. What right. what it what not what it is today, but what it can be. And um and so he's been down, he's been a fan. He's like, Yo, Q, I'm supporting you hundred percent on this. And um we've been we've been homies for a while, you know. Uh, ever since when I first started LL was one of the first dudes from New York mm-hmm. to uh just embrace me, you know, as a solo artist, scoop me up, you know what I mean, and just kinda um, you know, welcome me to the game on this level. Right. And uh, so I'm always salute, salute the OG LL. I always wondered, did y'all see that for yourselves? Like when y'all was younger, did you you and LL see y'all in the positions that you're in now? Taking over Hollywood. Oh, hell no. Nah. Not me. Stars. <clears throat> yeah. Not me. You know, I, I just, I was a fan of everything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I was a big hip-hop fan and buy every record. Never thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Till one day I tried it. And kept going and liked being a part of it. You know, meeting Dr. Dre makes you automatically feel like you're a part of the industry and not just a fan. So, you know, I thought I was going to be, you know, dude buying tickets to concerts the rest of my life and, you know, buying tickets to sporting events and and just, you know, living that kind of life because, you know, my brother's a big-time fan, Mm -hmm. you know. And so being being a part of it, I just feel extra blessed to be able to just be on this side of the table. All right. right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Championship game. Get your tickets. Championship. We'll see you tonight, Barclays Center. Get there early. And like I said, bring the family out. It's a family affair. We'll see you tonight. It's the Breakfast Club Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Rumors on the way. The Breakfast Club. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. It's This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, Nicki Minaj, yet another episode of Queen Radio has people talking. Now, some of the things that she discussed on this latest episode, she talked about Kylie Jenner and says that she loves Kylie and that's not going to change. She also talks about who the sea sucker of the day is. This time she is now accusing Travis Scott's manager, Irving Azoff, who's also a music industry legend of being the sea sucker of the day. She also called Pitchfork the D-writer of the year (laughs) in this particular episode. She did say that the Barbie Dreams video will be shot by Hype Williams but she also took some time to talk a little sexy. Here is Nicki Minaj talking about sex on Queen Radio. I wasn't this nice before and I hurt all of my boyfriend's feelings with this but in the past I wasn't nice. If you don't make me I'm gonna hurt your feelings. Now that used to be how I run my you know. However now I will approve, I will excuse it as long as you're able to get it right back up. 
You understand? I'm gonna let you get that seven that seven minute off, but you gotta be able to give me something after that. I think Queen Radio is entertaining. I'm just tired of hearing this whole conversation about Travis Scott selling records because people could buy his merchandise and everything. All of these artists are doing bundles. Nicki Minaj did bundles with her album as well. So you know, I, Prince did bundles back in the day. Who doesn't do bundles? Nicki did. You could you could get a free title subscription. You could get tickets to the Future Tour. You could get uh, signed posters. So what is the problem? I don't know. Like, I know. I was researching this. They said normally what it is is it was very smart. And I saw a tank talking about this too for Travis Scott to bundle his album um, now with his merchandise because a lot of times when artists do it it's when they have a tour not necessarily when the album comes out but this was actually a very smart thing to do. The only person Nicki should be mad at is the broke-ass Barbies. And I noticed something. Like, yesterday, Nikki told her Bobs to attack somebody. She knows exactly what Bobs to talk to. See, the Bobs that got money, they're buying the tickets, they're right. buying the albums, they're screaming the albums. The Bobs that don't got money can't do nothing but slander people on social media all day. So next time you see a Bob in your mention slandering you, just reply back, hashtag broke, and they will leave <laughs> you alone. I promise you. Broke-ass Bobbies. My goodness. All right, now let's talk about the drama of Braxton Family Values. If you guys watch the show, you may notice uh, that the promo has been a little bit different this time around. They said that Tracy Braxton is the only sister that is actually committed to the series. Previously, they had actually walked off the set just because of a pay dispute. And so now it looks like Tracy is kind of the lone one uh, handling this. Here is what Tamar Braxton has to say because it looks like Phaedra, and you know Phaedra from Real Housewives of Atlanta, is joining Braxton Family Values. I have nothing against Phaedra, you know. I just, it was a joke. I call her Phaedra Braxton because, you know, you're doing promos for Braxton Family Values and you're not a Braxton. And that was just the gist of it. I'm always right for my sisters and for my family. Everybody has made mistakes in the past. Everybody has said some things that they shouldn't have said. However, you come to realize, you know, one day it's just that one thing that brings everything back together. And so, no, no one is supporting it. No one's watching it. No one wants anything to do with it because it's a lot of disrespect. All right. She said she has no problem with Phaedra personally, but she also is just saying that nobody right now is supporting the show. I've been watching Braxton Family Values, though, but I did go to the party as well, and Tracy was definitely the only sister in attendance. I don't she was the only one there? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. And, yeah, that's not good, because Tracy's definitely the one that everybody looks at and says she ain't got nothing else to do. Well, she's doing a lot this season. Trust and believe. I don't even remember which one tra what Tracy is. The one that nobody knows. You know what? That's not you know, true. No, you know Tony. You know Tamar. Right. You know um Tawanda. Tawanda. You know what I'm saying? And then it's no, it's another one. It's Katrina. Katrina was married to the white man, right? Yeah, See? Trina. See, you yes. got to say, so, yeah, I know exactly who Tracy is. That's the one nobody knows. One, one married to Birdman, one married to Vince. Well, since you said yes, Birdman, because you know they are not married yet. Tony oh. Braxton and Birdman are not married yet. They actually have pushed their wedding back. But they are still getting married. They okay. just postponed it a little bit. So they got engaged. They said they haven't set a date just because of Tony Braxton's schedule. She said you're supposed to set a date and stick to it. But in our business, it can be challenging sometimes. Well, weddings are expensive. And Birdman has to pay Wayne first. After he pay Wayne, then he can pay for the wedding. My goodness. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next now. Ice Cube was here earlier. Of course, the big three is tonight at the Barclays Center. So let's get on all West Coast music. Let me know your favorite West Coast joint. All right, what's your favorite West Coast joint, Yee? Right now, Win by J-Rock. I meant older. I meant like throwback. Oh, like an old school one? Yeah, like throwback a little bit. 
All right. Um, my favorite is going to be really dirty and nasty and inappropriate for this time. What is it? It's got to be something like Ain't No Fun or something. Ain't No Fun if the homies can't have none. All it's right. It's a shame that I like that song. It is, but we're going to get that You're on You're not talking you. about me. <laughs> and what about you, Charlamagne? Yeah, I be liking like a lot of the album cuts. Like I like like Serial Killer off Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Or, um, for all my... We're talking about songs you can play in the mix. We're talking about... Oh, something that you can play on the air? And I love the Dog Pound. If you play something by the Dog Pound, I'm all for it. I would say To Live and Die in L.A. by Tupac. I think that, to me, that song is that song is so L.A. Like if I, even when I touch down in L.A. now, I like to just turn that record on to live and die in L.A. All right, by Tupac. A uh, shout out to the ladies play can't play with my yo yo. Okay, we'll get on yo yo too. We'll get on Afro Puffs Rage. I'll get on all the West Coast joints. Hit me up. Let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.